You are now listening to the ACMS podcast. Welcome to the ACMS podcast. My name is Logan Browning, your podcaster, and this week's guest is Justin Holbrook. Justin is a 2013 BYU-Idaho construction management graduate. He completed three internships before graduating. One was done with Henderson, Inc. in Williamsburg, Virginia, another with Turner Construction in Dallas, Texas, and one with Oakland Construction in Rexburg, Idaho. Since graduating, Justin has worked as a project engineer, superintendent, assistant project manager, and project manager. Currently, he works for MEB General Contractors as a project manager in Chesapeake, Virginia. Justin is anticipated to graduate with a master's degree in business administration in September of this year. Justin, welcome. Thank you for doing this with us. Thanks. Good to be here. Is there anything you'd like to mention about yourself that wasn't mentioned in the bio? Uh, no, that I think that pretty well covered it. Um, I feel like I've had a, a good uh, career and a good life so far. So far, yeah. Hopefully more to come. And, and you have accomplished a lot, but let's start with the basics and go back to BYU-Idaho, kind of where everything started. Okay. Was construction something that you always wanted to do, or did it spark interest when you started college? It it was something that I'd always been uh, interested in. For the longest time, I wanted to be a a mechanical engineer, you know, even just growing up, playing with Legos, building things, stuff like that. And then um, just right as I was finishing up high school, before I went on my mission, I decided to get a job at a construction company, just, um, you know, doing labor uh, type work. And uh, from there, I really piqued the interest and decided I enjoyed it, but didn't want to be holding the shovel my whole life. So uh, and then the rest is history. What are some classes you enjoyed having that background and some teachers that kind of taught you some life lessons? Um, I really enjoyed uh, the framing systems class. It was the first one I took my first semester there at school. Um, uh, Ron Kenville, I believe is his name, uh, was professor. He was um, from the, he kind of was in the industry for a while before he started teaching. I appreciate that. Um, I really enjoyed concrete class with uh, Pat Hewish was his name, I believe. And then um, that one stuck out. And I think um, statics and strengths of materials with uh, Brother Nielsen. I can't remember his, his first name, but um, th- those are the ones that I think stuck out to me now, you know, six years later. And you've nailed three of those names right on the head. They're all correct. Yeah, they're still, two of them are still teaching. One of them, I believe, has retired, which is Brother Nielsen. And I think he's serving a mission. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I liked, um, you know, a lot of good professors up there, but I really liked them i think just because they had actually done a lot of work in real life so to speak uh before they came to teach so i don't know i appreciated that hands-on experience i guess what's uh, a memorable experience that you have as you think of byu idaho of maybe a flashback or something that just kind of always runs across your mind oh um i can't really think of many specific instances um but just the overall, um, you know, there was a group of four or five of us who went through pretty much all the same classes together, just remembering, you know, how well we helped each other out and fond memories there. And 
even yeah i, I guess there was any one one thing or, or two things but just the overall experience was pretty memorable oh the the asc composite competitions those are probably pretty memorable my first second year second year was probably the most memorable i guess one instance if i had to have one it seems like this is a reoccurring thing after interviewing a lot of alumni that they participated in the asc competition so would you recommend that for all students yeah i definitely would i didn't get involved until my um i guess i went to two i went to one my senior year and one my junior year i, I would have gotten involved sooner if i was to do it all over again i think so my um the the first internship with Henderson was a company I knew from growing up in, in Williamsburg. So that's how I got that one. Um, just knowing some people there and from working from them in the, in the past before my mission and everything. But then uh, with Turner, I just um, got talking to the right. Um, it wasn't even like the career fair. It was like the get to know the companies night before or something. So just got to talking to the right people and then got an interview and then that one worked out. Um, and then the last one with Oakland, uh, also, uh, they liked, uh, what our team did and presenting and came talk to us afterwards. And then I ended up, uh, getting an internship with, with him, my, uh, senior year. So that was uh, pretty cool. So really worked out well. Uh, I, I recommend the competitions. And we can dive more into your internships and I, and I hope to do that. What is one thing that you recommend that we must do while we, while we are in Rexburg? I would say just kind of figure out your life a little bit. Um, if that makes sense, just to, I don't know if grow up sounds so antiquated, but just make sure you kind of figure out your life uh, on a mature level of what you want to do and then go from there. Okay. You were already talking about it, but let's jump over to your internships and you've done three, which a lot of people struggle of even getting one done before they graduate. How did you plan that? Or I know it's hard to plan, but what were, what was your mindset about doing those internships? The, well, I, I was kind of under the impression of, I want to knock them out as soon as I can any, any sort of requirement. So right after freshman year, uh, I wanted to make sure I had one and that I had a, a good connection from the company that um, I knew before. And I, also knew I wanted to do internships in different places, uh, not in the same place, just to get more experience. I, I kind of view internships, I did then, I do now, as like a, a perfect um, interview for both sides. Because at the end of it, if you don't want to work there, it's not a big deal. It's going to end anyway. It's already planned. It's not like a, a weird breakup where you have to quit. And then it's good for the employer too. So I wanted to make sure I got, got three of them that was my goal to get three of them. And then the first one, it was with a small company. Henderson's pretty small uh, in the grand scheme of things. And so because of that, got exposed to a lot of little pieces uh, of the company and whatnot. And then I used that bit of information that I got from the first internship to really help with the second internship uh, with Turner, which is obviously huge and working on much larger projects. But having a lot of little experiences on small projects it helped feed the, the experience on big projects. And that one really went well. I think, I think I grew the most during that internship out of the three was the one with, with Turner. Uh, had a really good boss and mentor and just good people there and um, really enjoyed it. And then the, the third internship 
was with Oakland and they were building a uh, rehabilitation care center in Rexburg. So that was neat because I got to be there on the first day before they broke ground. And then I wasn't there when they finished it, but was there when they started doing finishes. So it was uh, really cool because I worked there from March until December uh, when I graduated and left. So nice long process and real good learning experience there. I went to school for half the day and went there for half the day. So it worked out well. That's cool that you can, if you ever came back to Rexburg, you can see that because that's probably, I don't know, I wasn't going to say the the place you would most likely visit because it probably isn't. But if you would come back, you could see that it's still there. No, I definitely want to go by. I've uh, never been by it when it's done. So we're actually planning to come out there next summer. Um, I've got a niece who's going to go start going to school there. So we're going to head out there and say hello and check out the place again. And show her the ropes. Yeah. What would be your advice or tips and tricks about getting an internship knowing that you've done three? What would you recommend for other students in this struggle? Uh, the first one is probably the most important because after you have one, you have a little bit of experience and everyone else looks at you a little bit better. Um, but on the first one, don't be picky. Just get one and uh, do your best and learn it. And it, the, the second one was harder to get just because I was trying to find a new company. Um, and it took, it took a bit of work, but, um, just talk to people. That's probably the best recommendation I have is talk to people, talk to people, talk to people, less like the online applications. I I never really was a fan, um, but just talking to real people. Networking. That's the key word networking. Yeah, that's it. Buzzword. Buzzword networking. I like it. So your internships took you to your current position, but before that, right, working for MEB right now, you kind of returned to Henderson and to... To Turner, yeah. Turner, yeah. Sorry, I blanked out for a minute. To Turner, yeah. No worries. Yeah, so right after uh, graduate, went to Turner and um, thought, thought that that was going to be the best thing, and, and it was, and I honestly thought I would stay there for uh, a really long time or forever. And then... Um, you know, it's out of the blue, got uh, a call from some folks at Henderson said, Hey, have you ever thought about moving back East? And I said, no. And then six months later, there I was. Um, so I really did enjoy Turner. I learned a lot there. Um, they're really big on training and whatnot. So for the three or so years I was there, I really learned a lot and appreciate that. And then, uh, yeah, I just went back to, uh, to Henderson and, uh, worked with them for a while and got a lot of things out of that experience as well. Yeah. And you've worked on different projects ranging from a couple thousand dollars to a couple million dollars. So you've been, you've been working with some pretty big projects. Yeah. And Henderson did uh, a lot of smaller stuff, but a whole lot of them, you know, at any given time you're working on 10 or so projects, which gets uh, tiring, but certainly does. I mean, you get used to the permit process. You get used to the inspection process. You get used to, working with owners and subs just because of the, the sheer numbers of it. Um, good experience. And now you are a project manager for MEB, general contractors. What does that include? What is your title as a project manager? So um, the project is, is my baby, so to speak. And uh, so everything that's involved with it is mine uh, or uh, the team's. And there's very, I have very limited 
connection or, or correspondence with my boss, who's uh, one of the vice presidents, um, just because he, he views things like, hey, it's, it's your your project. The finances are mine. The schedule's mine. Um, obviously, I, I say mine, but superintendent is a, a big role in, in all this. But um, certainly, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's my baby, I guess. And what projects have you worked on and are you working on now? Right now, I'm just on one project, which is a, a nice change, but it's a, an addition to a wastewater treatment plant. So it's uh, definitely a stretch for me because I had never been in wastewater before, but it is, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty neat. It's pretty technical. It's a lot more technical than um, a lot of past jobs I've done. You know, put, building the, uh, the shell for the Chipotle's not nearly as technical as putting in uh, you know, a three megawatt generator and backups and whatnot for, for sewage pumps. So it's pretty neat, different. We'll keep this yeah. last question off the recording in quotations from MEB, but what's your plans for the future? Where do you hope to end up? Is it with MEB or is it with something else, doing something else? Uh, I plan to be there for, uh, you know, I, um, I, find, I do find it interesting that I never – I didn't ever plan to go to MEB either. Just a friend of mine called me and then one thing led to another. Um, and there I am, but I, um, so far I've really enjoyed it and they've got some, some opportunities at the, the, uh, company. They're very supportive of me going back to school, um, you know, part-time for my MBA. So they have some, some prospects that are kind of involved with that for my long-term growth. And they're, um, a big enough company to where there's uh, opportunities for growth, there so i'm i'm hopeful I'll, I'll stick around ultimately like once i'm done with my construction career i would like to to teach something somewhere just um that's part of why i want to go get my mba not only because to help me now but just to help in the future but that's you know 20 years down the road so okay justin we're trying to implement more and, and make it more aware of our four cornerstones of our design and construction management program which are to build others through christ-like service lead with integrity design construct and connect with our communities and grow our knowledge continually taking your education to the next level and getting a master's how have you seen yourself progress as you have grown your knowledge continually well, I think it's important to not um, get sedentary or bored, I guess. So I've always been the type who couldn't sit still. And I think growth uh, in education is, is a good part of that. Um, it's certainly been hard, but in, you know, formal education is one side of things, but just constantly educating yourself, uh, whether it be through the work that you do every day or asking questions is a pretty important part so i think continually to expand your horizons is a good thing justin is there anything that i should have asked you or something you like to say before we wrap up this podcast um no i guess just going back to your your four pillars there one was uh something to do with the church i can't remember how you said it but it's one thing i've always tried to do is you know, when you act, interact with hundreds of subcontractors and things are stressful and, you know, there's gray area and there's, you know, change orders and 
back change orders and all that. Things can get um, dicey from time to time, but I've always tried to make it so like, hey, if, if this person showed up to church one day, if they saw me, would they would they have positive feelings or negative feelings? So I've always tried to, even if even if I could have gotten the better deal, so to speak, it's just not worth it. Um, it's better to have everybody feel like they're treated fairly at the end because it's a small world. And, uh, you know, even if going a, being a little too kind to a subcontractor is a lot better than uh, the opposite. Thank you. Thank you for doing this podcast with us. Thank you for connecting back to BYU-Idaho. And we're glad that you're an alumni representing us out in the East Coast. Yeah, it's a, it's a good in the East Coast. You know, I recommend it. Yeah, thanks again, Justin. All right, thanks. Thank you for listening to the ACMS Podcast.